Hello, welcome to the Wisdom and Woo podcast. I am your host, Erin. Today I did a uh, tarot spread for the collective for the year 2021. It's a bit of an energy forecast. I try my best to interpret the cards using my intuition. Um, I'm kind of still learning it, so you get to kind of come along with me as I stumble along trying to um, allow my intuition to come through versus known interpretations of the cards. Um, I struggle at times and need to look them up. It's not super professional, but as you would know by now, if you've listened to any of the other ones, this isn't exactly a super professional podcast at this time. That said, it's going to continue to be a little janky. Um, and so I thank you for listening anyways. So without further ado, here we go. Alrighty, it is 3.10 in the afternoon, so you know what that means. Time to talk about a bunch of nothing for an hour. Um, I just pulled a tarot spread for the collective for the year 2021. And because I'm not good at this shit, like I really am not, I don't know what to fucking make of it. So I may or may not talk about it and see if that opens a gateway to a conversation. Um, personally, the first quarter I get, I pulled three cards per quarter. So for the first quarter, we got Death, the Hermit, Queen of Wands, which I think is representative of the ongoing process that we've all been going through thanks to the pandemic. Um, death is both literal in this case, but also metaphorical, um, as it is changing and transforming the way we do everything, Right. And the way we think about things, and and this is both on a macro scale and a micro scale, and it's a very good thing. Um, obviously, it's not. It's the the grief um, of loss is not a fun thing to go through, but it's all growth, and it's all kickstarting what is going to be a major transformation of how we do pretty much everything over the next decade. Now, it doesn't mean the world's going to look like some crazy uh, futuristic uh, utopian society in 10 years. But I think a lot of things that really has needed to give will have given by then. And it'll be the start of trying very new things. So, so we got death and then we got the hermit, right? It, I mean, it's self-explanatory, right? With isolation and lockdown that's gone in, it's been a forced reflection period. People are being forced to spend more time on their own. Um, I'm sure some people have found ways around it. Um, but they still probably have felt just, even if it wasn't true for some people, they've probably felt the effects of believing there's less access well no I think even people who have found a way to still continue to socialize in a way that seems fairly normal for them there's still a lack of access to the normal things that you would do with people going out concerts uh bars etc etc right so the hermit self-imposed or not self-imposed forced uh from the outside to go inward Hopefully, hopefully a lot of people surrendered to that and embraced it and eventually um, started to take a good look at the things that maybe before the pandemic happened, um, they were just accepting as how things are. And now they're like, oh, actually, you know what? Now that I've had some time to really think about things, I wasn't happy with this. I wasn't happy with that. If this changes, I would actually be really, really glad about that. So And then the third card in the first quarter here is the Queen of Wands. Which, she's holding a sunflower. She's wearing yellow. We've got, I mean, Queen of Wands is a fire sign. But I think think it's Leo mostly. Um, Got a lot of lions on here. She's holding a... A wand, of course, queen of wands. And then there's the cat. Which cats, to me, represent sovereignty. You know, they they do what they want. They're very independent. They do not follow the crowd. The queen of wands here, she's also wearing a crown. I think 
I think I think the word sovereignty is really good in this in this case. And if you don't know what sovereignty means, it's basically just um actually, you know what? I'm going to look it up because that might be the best thing to do for those who need to know definitions of things. The authority of a state to govern itself. I'm going to say that is the best way to to say sovereignty. So if you're sovereign, you aren't relying on other people or other sources to give you the answers to your questions. Like, what should I do next? Or is this the right thing to do? Um, What should I eat? How should I exercise? Like, we're, we're, we've been really, really outwardly focused looking for answers to things for so long that we've kind of become detached from our own sovereignty, our ability to connect to our intuition and be like, I know that this is what the book says I should be doing. These are the exact calories I should be eating every day. And this is, um, you know, these are the things I should want in my life. You know, like you should want to live uh, a certain lifestyle or whatever, but when you connect into your sovereignty, um, nobody can really tell you shit. Like, you are doing what feels right at the time. Um, and the trust and the faith goes so deep that it doesn't matter whether it goes against the supposed guidelines or not, you're going to do it. And the more and more you practice that, um, and the more and more connected you get to your intuition, just the better your life gets. You realize that, yeah, okay, maybe it doesn't make sense that for like for three days all I've wanted to do is eat oranges but maybe that was for a good reason maybe you needed the vitamin c maybe you were um going to be exposed to an illness and you didn't know that but because you trusted your gut and you did it and you were fine it's three days like we we definitely have been very much dependent upon the notion of black and white, right or wrong, this is exactly how you do things in order for it to be right. Um, you know, it, it needs to be an easily re- replicable system, right? Like, this is how I made a million dollars. And then, um, but the, the truth of the matter is, it, it's everyone gets up the mountain in their own way. They take their own path. Um and all we can really do for other people is is support them in in making the decisions that feel right for them because that's that's ultimately um how they're going to find their sovereignty and get to the top and look back and be like holy shit like I did that I basically did that on my own yeah people supported me and and encouraged me but now I'm now I'm here and I have such a great relationship with um with my my gifts and my individuality um, that I know exactly how to to navigate obstacles um, from a place of of knowing. So yeah, so the Queen of Wands here, I think it's it's this feeling of sovereignty. We're going into Aquarius. We're into Aquarius, or supposedly into the age of the, of Aquarius now, um, and so the overarching theme for the collective for, I don't know, hundreds of years now is going to be in air and it was in earth, which I think makes sense because earth would be about, um, like I'll use the higher, the Hierophant card, which comes up later in the reading, um, is the card of Taurus, which is supposed to be all about like the systems, religion, uh, traditions, stuff like that. Um, so when you compare the two cards, the Queen of Wands and the Hierophant, they're just, it's very, very different. The Hierophant's very immovable. Uh, I would argue stuffy, um, not great about change. Whereas the Queen of Wands is like, let's get this shit going. I have a creative idea. Nobody can tell me otherwise. I'm just going to go for it. Um, and with her holding the sunflower, I feel like it's, it's just, indicative of how despite things despite this kind of death and hermit um cycle that I think we're we've we may continue to be in but in maybe a lighter way the next year um but what it's going to do is consistently bring us back to that queen of wands the death transformation process the going inward the hermit phase rinse repeat this is kind of how life works 
And then you come out feeling even more strongly in your power, in your sovereignty. Queen of Wands. Okay. So, um, and then, yeah, the sun. The sun is on the horizon, and it's even more on the horizon every time we kind of reconnect to that Queen of Wands energy in ourselves. The second uh, quarter here, we've got the Eight of Swords, which is, for anybody who knows or doesn't know, well, I guess who doesn't know, it depicts a woman with a blindfold on and some what looks like fairly loose uh, cloth um, kind of tying her up or binding her, and she's standing amidst these eight swords that are like, uh, stuck in the ground, but what readers typically read it as self-imposed, this feeling of being trapped, even though you're kind of not, um, and what I think is really interesting is that it's followed up by the king of swords, which, which I immediately got as breaking for you that bullshit, (laughs) um, the king of swords cuts through bullshit, is is i that's how i see the king of swords he's this dude sitting in a throne um who's king of swords it's air so this would be aquarius gemini and libra um that doesn't matter so he's sitting in this throne he looks larger than life he's got a stern look on his face he's holding the sword wearing blue which if i'm correct blue is is connected to truth some clouds on the horizon i'm gonna say that in the second quarter here there may very well be an emphasis on cutting out cutting like bullshit basically being brought to the surface maybe well this is for the collective so it it will be on a macro scale I think but but also on the micro scale in your own life you may it might be it might be a process of of kind of owning where you've been kind of on your own bullshit right because of the eight of swords being a self-imposed like you're you think you're stuck but you're not um, and then this is followed by the Page of Cups. Now, I'm going to look this up real quick. Just to see if that'll kickstart something. Because Page of Cups, I've heard a lot of times, is being some sort of an apology. Now, that can go very well with this. If on a collective stage, something's some sort of bullshit lie that we've all been blind to, Eight of Swords is brought to the surface with the king of swords being a, like a truth bringer, a truth bearer, a cutting of the bullshit, then there very may wait very very well may be someone or something or some sort of corporations or uh uh governments or people on the world stage coming forward with apologies or something like that whether they're fucking uh real or not we don't know at this point. It's very interesting. I'm trying to bring this down to a micro scale, but I feel like while I'm sure it will happen on a micro scale, this feels a lot more world stagey to me. This this uh, second quarter, and hopefully it's going to be liberating. But I'm just going to uh, double check this page of cups. What what is said about it? Here's a little cheat sheet here. Um, a new idea or opportunity kind of out of the blue interesting The Page of Cups invites you to be open-minded and curious. Mm-hmm. 
So it could be bringing possibility with it. This Eight of Swords, King of Swords. A lot of swords going on there. Uh, a new facet of yourself. Very interesting. Trust your intuition. Yeah. So it could be, it could be also that if it has to do with trusting your intuition, be open to the multitude of intu intuitive messages coming your way. So, so with the, the eight of swords and the king of swords, bringing, bringing some sort of a truth to the surface that might free you from the eight of swords might require a deepening of your trust of your intuition, which I was already just talking about, right? The sovereignty, I feel like sovereignty is a good word for 2021. We, we, we all could deepen our faith and trust in our own abilities to figure our own shit out um, without someone being like, having to validate our ideas or our approach, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and apparently, in a practical sense, the Page of Cups can indicate that you will receive an unexpected and pleasant surprise. So maybe something good is going to come of this. It looks a little scary. I don't like seeing the Eight of Swords because I've been stuck in that a lot many, many times. I like the King of Swords because I do like just cutting through bullshit. Um... And then the page of cups. So yeah, there there might be there might be something good that comes out of a revealing of of a truth of sorts that has maybe kept a lot of people feeling trapped and bound in the eight of swords energy so that's the second quarter the third quarter we're going into we got knight of wands we got strength in reverse now i'm not good at reading reverse reversals so we're gonna this is a new experience for me and then we have the hierophant as soon as i say that though strength in reverse and the hierophant that's interesting this one's a little difficult for me. Let's see. Knight of Wands. Is, I believe. You'll look it up. The fastest moving knight. Knight of Wands. I hope I'm not making scraping sounds on the microphone. The microphone being my phone. You know how legit we are here. Um... Charged up energy, passion, motivation. So, so yeah, I think that makes sense following this last one. If it does, if it does bring a deepening of trust in your intuition, if it is something, a truth coming to the surface, it's going to help free people from the eight of swords energy. It makes sense that you'd be feeling kind of fired up afterwards, you know, passionate, motivated, enthusiastic. Um, the page of cups can also indicate a creative idea that kind of feels like it's come out of the blue. And if, if you also were felt feel like you've been freed from some sort of shackles, then yeah, you're going to be like gung ho. Like, this is a great idea. Let's do this. Let's go. Um, I don't know. I don't need to deal with that bullshit anymore. Let's, let's get this going. Willing to venture in unearned territories. Being a pioneer. Makes you feel like you can take on the world. Which makes me wonder if the strength card in reverse is indicative of maybe a collective sigh of relief that maybe we don't need to be as strong as we've had we've had to be it might be a release of a need for that it's hard to say we'll see because i'm i'm it's a very curious combination with the hierophant there with taurus being connected to money I'm wondering if this is, I'm wondering if this is yet another, it's like um, a complete, a different flavor of a same sort of liberation that happened in the second quarter here with the King of Swords. Cutting out some sort of bullshit, something coming to the surface. Third quarter, maybe, maybe, maybe this is a freeing up of money for a lot of people. Maybe it's a changing of a way we deal with money. Something something coming in. I feel like I feel like this has to do with money. So we're just gonna see. Cause I need to I need to look up the strength in reverse and see what 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 
could be a potential. I know, I know, I should just, I should just go with my gut. And when I say that and I look at her, there's that eight above her head or that infinity symbol, which almost feels like, it almost feels like with the hierophant here and the infinity symbol that something that we've done a certain way for a very long time that maybe was, is no longer helpful, especially with the strength being in reverse here. And with it, you know, she's tamed a lion here in the strength card. In reverse, you'd almost feel like there's a releasing of the lion, of letting it go. Yeah, maybe something that we've done for a certain, in a certain way for a very long time, something's going to give with that. The hierophant being, yeah, I'm going to just double, double check that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, strength card. Let's see what strength card in reverse. Oh. Restore energy levels. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be looking at that because it's... I just want to double check the Hierophant card. Established set of spiritual values and beliefs. Yeah, following convention and staying with the bounds of a tried and tested model. I I feel like that's gonna be challenged. That's what I feel like. And the Knight of Wands is apparently a little rash. But ready to just go in and fucking set shit on fire. And then the strength card reverse with that infinity symbol kind of catching my eye. Of, you know, the way we've been doing. I feel like it's going to be challenged. This is exactly, yeah. I feel like either religion or, or money systems, both probably, are going to be challenged. Traditions and stuff like that. And a lot of people are going to be challenging something with that yeah yeah there might be a lot of people who hadn't been questioning things before finally questioning things there's definitely religion involved but money as well very interesting so that's the third quarter and then our fourth quarter, we've got the Five of Swords. Hmm. Which, you know what? Sometimes I see this guy is smirking and being evil. But in this card, it almost feels like... Because there's two swords left on the ground. He's got two swords in his hand and one on the ground that arguably he might use as like a cane to walk away with. I feel like this is follow up to the last quarter of people questioning things, maybe that they hadn't questioned before, systems or or religions, etc. They might be feeling lighter because they dropped two swords that they were trying to carry before. And there's there are there are definitely people who, there's that guy in the background, it looks like he ha, has his head in his hands. Like he lost a battle. Yeah, I think, I think this is follow-up, the fallout 
from the flurry of questioning and pushback regarding some sort of systems we've had in place for a long time. So what would that be? January, February, March, June, June, July. Right? January. June, July, August is the Knight of Wands strength in the Hierophant. There's going to be some. Yeah. And so this will be the last. This is the last quarter coming into 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fall. Okay, sorry. So the Five of Swords is followed up by the Three, three of Cups, which is often, often said to be... Um, a card of celebration because there's three women looks like they're dancing they're dancing in circle. i think it's three women dancing in circle it doesn't matter who three people dancing in a circle they're all hol- holding up a cup it looks like a party there's abundance around them there's fruits there's the sky is green is green why did i say that that's weird the sky is blue clear sky there's no clouds now Again, I'm terrible with reversals, so bear with me as I try to get something from this card. We have the Four of Swords in reverse. Now, Four of Swords is usually like period of rest, reflection, contemplation. I think we're going to be feeling really good at the end of the year. And I'm just going to just double check four swords in reverse and see if, if it does anything for me. Uh, yeah, that, okay. It, we could be forced into a period of rest or, yeah, because it says it sends a powerful message that you need to take time out to rest and recharge. I mean, if the year is going to be a lot of unearthing truth, of questioning authority, of more and more people waking up, um, then it's, yeah. And with the COVID stuff continuing into this year, we, yeah, I think we're probably going to be exhausted. Um... It's hard to say. We have no idea what's happening with COVID. It could very well be that um, we're still dealing with COVID come next Christmas. And a lot of people are exhausted um, and in need of rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, a lot of people might be needing to force themselves to take some time out come the end of the year. I feel like I wish I could get something more significant from that. Now, it says that it can also suggest a frustration with lack of progress. So that's very interesting. Now, the overall, I pulled a card for overall. Overall is 10 of pentacles in reverse. Now, 10 of pentacles upright is supposed to be like happy home. Like this is, this is the, when it comes to material possessions, you are on top of it. You know, you got your savings, but you also got your house. You got a new car. You got, and you're not worried about material abundance so in reverse though just from stuff stuff i've heard about the astrology of the year plus this spread it makes me feel like money and ideas around money it's going to be shaken up big time in 2021 a shake up around money so let's do Ten of Pentacles. I know this is very unprofessional of me, but we are talking tarot here. And if you've listened to anything else I've done, this is not science. 
I'm not about science. I'm about intuition. Um, so I'm an intuitive. I'm a projector, if you know anything about human design. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, okay, I'm just going to read this out because I feel like this could actually be spot on. Upright, the Ten of Pentacles is about wealth accumulation, an established family and home life, and attainment in the material realm. Reversed, you may question whether you want to live this way. Do you really want to be chasing the next 1,000 so you can own the latest Jimmy Choo shoes? Okay, yeah, yeah, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is exactly, I think, there's a lot of people who are going to come out of 2021 thinking, wait a second. Wait a second. I don't think I want the breadcrumbs. I don't think I want to work towards, I, I, like, it's not worth it to me anymore to, to be busting my ass for bullshit. Um, and, you know, I've been, you know, this job, is it really worth it? Is it really making me happy? You know, what, at the end of your life, what's going to really be more important? Is it going to be, like, do you really want to spend large stretches of time um, miserable for that one little thing and then another large stretch of time miserable for that one little thing? Or do you want to be come, at to, come into the end of your life and look back and be like, wow, I actually spent 80% of my time enjoying myself. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you something. You're still going to get all the things you want doing it that way. There's a different way. That's all, that's what this is about. We're going in the age of Aquarius, bitch, and we're gonna start understanding that um, you know any sort of gain that's at the expense of literally anyone is not worth it. So we're gonna be changing the way we look at everything. Um. Yeah, so it's about questioning stability and security and commitment. And I feel like <clears throat> I'm drawn back to the strength card reversed with that infinity symbol and the hierophant. I feel like people are really going to be even more so than they have been. They're going to be uh, questioning the, the systems in place, the people in power, the ways in which they, you know, people are going to be waking up to the ways in which they've been kind of enslaved by others and by their own perceptions of what life should be like. Um, and, you know, what hard, what is hard work? Is hard work, you know, what, what, what matters more, quality or quantity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah. Yeah, the reverse Ten of Pentacles comes as a reminder that sometimes wealth can be a trap. Yep, yep. I think, I think we're, yeah, there's there's some major awakenings happening this year regarding, regarding stuff like that, regarding abundance and um, lifestyle and what is worth it. Yeah. Yeah, so there might be some challenges arise. I I don't know if it's going to be for everybody or if it's going to maybe be for people who have m much more wealth than the average person. I'm getting a real sense of the average Joe is maybe going to push back a bit against like the boss that wants you to work overtime but not really pay you for it or you know the boss that hasn't given you a raise in however many years except for the piddly like least they can get away with um but meanwhile you you would love to have a child but you can't afford it right now and you're fucking sick of it and you're done um but I, I, so I think the average Joe might actually be coming out of this next year feeling a little bit more sovereign uh, in their power to, you know, say no. No, I'm not fucking working for 
for nothing anymore. Um, and it's not right that, that, you know, certain people, um, are in possession of majority of the wealth in the world and and so on and so forth. So I think that might be a good thing that comes out of this year, but I think for the people who are maybe higher up in regards to wealth, there might be, there, they might be coming out of this year feeling threatened, very threatened, I think, which I think, which is why when the, ten, when the Ten of Pentacles, I can talk, the Ten of Pentacles came out in reverse, I didn't immediately feel like a pullback, usually when a card comes out and it's like, ooh, you know, like you feel, you can just feel the energy um, of it is bad. Just like the five of swords, which usually I go, Oh, that's like about either self, self-deception or self-sabotage or getting away with something or thievery. I felt more like I saw the look on the guy's face and instead of seeing it as a smirk, I saw it as a smile. I feel like it's, it's, this is after this questioning that happens in the third quarter, the knight of wands, strength card in reverse and the hierophant, the average Joe comes out of it feeling a lot more empowered. They've dropped some swords. They're like, nope, not doing that anymore. And it's these two people in the background that look defeated are potentially, um, you know, the boss, so to speak. Um, Not to say that everybody who is some sort of a boss or somebody in a position of power is bad. We know that that can't be true. There's no way that anybody who has power is immediately bad. That's not what I'm saying. But I think there are situations where, you know, it's it's even it's not even about the specific person. It's just about the the way we've been doing things for so long is just clearly not working anymore. There are too many people living in poverty despite the fact that they work, um, and too many families, um, which I consider anybody who's a co- in a partnership as an adult a family. Like if you're in a partnership, um, you're a family. Um, but too many families that want to, you know, make that family bigger, um, and they, they don't feel like they can afford to, or they don't feel like they can afford to without becoming someone who exploits others in a way that isn't comfortable to them. So, yeah, from what I'm seeing in this year, even though the only pentacles card is the overarching one, I'm feeling a system shakeup is is what's coming out of this next year systems shakeup it's a death card death card planet what planet is the death card is it uranus pluto woo should have known that Pluto, regenerate, change, purify. Yeah, yeah, boy. So, yeah, that's fun. That was me. You know what? I'm actually okay with that. Um, I've been a wussy. I know I looked up some stuff just to just to just to play off of, right? Like if it didn't feel right, I didn't take it. Um, but sometimes you need a little help getting into the card. I'm actually pretty proud of that. I think that was actually solid reading. Now, yeah, I think I was influenced a little bit by some of the stuff I've heard from the astrological standpoint, from the astrological community. Uh, bless their hearts and souls for having the patience to to do the tedious work of, of uh, you know, following the planetary transits and, and drawing out the charts. And whew, that's, that's involved. That's too involved for me. Um... But yeah, I was able to get a little bit more in touch with my intuition regarding the cards like the strength card reversed with that infinity symbol really, really popping out to me as the reversal being an ending of a cycle, an ending of a a way of doing things, or at least a questioning of it with the Hierophant card there next. And there probably will be a little bit of pushback. But I'm feeling like that five of swords where a good many of us are going to come out of it feeling feeling 
lighter because then it's followed up by that three of cups celebration. Celebration, maybe we celebrate a little too hard, which is why the four of swords comes out reversed afterwards, a forced, you know, forced uh, period of rest. I think that's fair. There might be a little bit of going strong, going um, a little hard on the the questionings and the there maybe there will be more riots or or protests or something like that. Maybe there'll be some real real solid changes that come from that, and then an exhaustion at the end of the year. Like, okay, we need to rest now. But yeah, I I like the three yeah the three cards that really stand out for me are the Queen of Wands, Strength in Reverse, and this Ten of Pentacles in Reverse. Sovereignty. Sovereignty. Taking back our sovereignty is going to be a huge theme this year. And then going forward. And there's going to be, of course, a lot of chaos because of that. You know, arguments. Because <laughs> um, people are going to be question, questioning more and more. Why, why is it this way? Why is it that way? You know, this this has been this way for for hundreds of years and and it it no longer serves us as a society let's let's reimagine the way we do this the way we do that nobody can know and nobody can know right now what that means there's going to be trial and error no one's going to immediately come up with an answer to to any of these questions but i think if we can all tap into our sovereignty um and and stop paying people to tell us you know how to maximize our you know for a hot minute there that was like such a trendy thing right with life coaches fitness coaches um nutritionists etc it was all about becoming the most elite version of ourselves that we could but it's at the expense of our bank accounts and it we started to realize that um a lot of these things aren't sustainable. It really depends on who you are. But like you see the fitness trainer selling their programs. You take the program and then six months later, a year down the road, real life happens and you're not a fitness trainer that spends every day in the gym. And you realize you can't maintain the six pack that they sold you on, right? Like it's that's just a really plain example and a fairly benign one. But you start to realize that um, what is valuable to people? What do we want to invest in? I think it's going to change. It is changing. Um, and I think more and more people are going to be coming to the realization that they don't want to thrive while other people suffer so how do we how do we raise everybody up right Whew. yeah so much growth that needs to happen um but it's it's all it's all good it's all good um let's see is there anything else i want to say I'm working on some stuff. If you want to check me out, for the longest time, I was going to try and make an Instagram, like, especially for the podcast, but because I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing, whether I'm going to try and make this into some sort of Patreon thing, I'm not going to worry about it right now. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, You can look me up, Erin Spears, E-R-Y-N-S-P-E-E-R-S. Um, or you can look up my handle, which is at Bradicus Prime. Um, yeah, I know. It's a stupid name. <laughs> it's a stupid name. It's B-R-A-T-I-C-U-S Prime. Um, all lowercase, at Bradicus Prime. And I'm starting to like, I'm starting to post more, more, uh, you know, less personal stuff and more stuff that relates to what I talk to uh, or what I talk about on the podcast. Um, that said, I will mention the last one I posted, um, you know, like words, it's just words in a, in a tile. Um, stability, 
looks like problematic inaction to those who have not yet learned the difference between responsive responsiveness and reactivity. Um, so, um, basically, we have an idea in our heads. A lot of us believe that what stability looks like is consistency. It's doing all the time. Whereas if we know, you know, especially those of us in the North that know anything about seasons, um, you know, there's the quote of like, nothing blooms all year round. And so just like, I mean, we are organic matter. We go through cycles, there's ups and downs, there's peaks and valleys, and there's going to be stretches of time where you're not doing as much. And, um, and I think to, when you're first starting your awakening process, you feel like you're doing nothing and, and it's irresponsible and it's problematic, problematic inaction. But what you're really doing is allowing a lot of things to come to the surface to be felt and released. You may not always know exactly what you're feeling or what caused it, but it's actually a really, really important process. Um, I kind of liken it to um, when your computer is updating. You know how you can't use the computer um, most of the time. I'm sure there's there's situations where there's a little update happening so you can still use the computer. But most of the time when there's a huge update happening to your, you know, your operating system, you can't use the computer during that time. And I feel like that is the hermit phase. That is at which we all go through several times throughout the span of our entire life. And it is made so much better by surrendering to it and allowing it to happen. That makes for a stable person, in my opinion. That is stability. Um, so that's where I came up with stability. Looks like problematic inaction to those who have not yet learned the difference between responsiveness and reactivity you know your reactivity to a situation might like that might be to force yourself to be going out and doing the same things that you usually do anyways in which case you're just delaying the update process right like if you're constantly pausing the update to continue using your computer you're just you're just delaying it and and we'll say at the same time cleanup is happening it's it's not just an update but it's also a cleanup you know checking for viruses etc cetera, etc cetera. We, we have to do that as humans too. And if you are responsive versus reactive, then you will surrender to it and allow it to happen and, you know, trust yourself to support the process however it needs to happen versus being reactive. Knee-jerk reaction might be to flail and be like, no, I have to force myself to start a next project and, and keep myself busy now um, because that's what, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be machines and, and, and doing, doing all the time. But there's a lot of value in stillness and quiet in learning to sit with yourself and sit with your feelings and to reflect and et cetera. I mean, we, I think we are all getting to know that a little bit thanks to a lot of things, um, kind of hitting the mainstream, you know? Um, so yeah, I think I've rambled enough about that. I I don't know how good this podcast is going to be. It's not as entertaining as some, some of the other ones, but I wanted to give this a try. Hopefully someone benefits from it. We can always revisit it next year and see if any of it had any validity. I like this. I like this three cards per quarter and one overall ar- arching theme. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to. You know what? While you're here, I'm going to do one more card. Let let us pull one more card. I'm going to just shuffle. If one card comes out, great. But if not, the way I picked these cards was actually really interesting. I just kind of held the cards and let them kind of split where they wanted to split and took that card, split, took that card, that sort of thing. It just felt, that just felt right. Um, I was going to pull a card for purpose. What's the purpose of what what we're going to go through? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hmm. Okay, a bunch of cards came out. 
And it's really interesting to me that the, the card, first card out was Ace of Pentacles, followed by the Sun, Page of Swords in reverse, the Devil, and then the Eight of Cups in reverse. Interesting. I don't think I want to go into that too much. But the Ace of Pentacles and the Sun, a new beginning. A new beginning. A sunny new beginning. Interesting. Okay, I'm putting those back. Um, yeah, so I, was, I forgot. I was going to pull a card for um, the purpose of, you know, what's the spiritual purpose of the, the obstacles we will face collectively. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so, oh, my God. So the sun came out again, just the sun. And then at the bottom of the deck is the Fool, New Beginning, just like the Ace of Pentacles. Now underneath that is the Lovers, the Seven of Wands in reverse. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'm taking this, the Sun and the Fool. I feel like that's just, that's, I mean, it is what it is the spiritual purpose i i see the sun as you know like here comes the sun um you can or, or like you I can see clearly now the sun is here that i think is exactly pertinent to this the spiritual purpose of the obstacles we'll face is i always like to think of the sun as you've you've cleared obstacles you've cleared shit on the horizon that was blocking out the sun blocking clarity, um, maybe obstacles in the way of you feeling happiness, because the sun card is supposed to be the happiest card in the deck. I'm feeling drawn to the idea of, I think more and more people because of their awakening, and, and when you awaken, you start and you get into the spiritual community, you start to learn about these different ideas of like um, shadow work, which is inherently connected to inner child, because the thing is you the shadow is basically all the um, fears, doubts, um, pain of the things that your inner child experienced and then internalized and then you never really addressed. It's the things that your inner child um, needs you to, to feel and release so that they can kind of be reintegrated into, into your being. Um, because when we first enter ad enter adulthood, we really abandon our inner child. Um, anyways, I, I can't go into that right now, but I f I'm feeling like more and more people are going to be reconnecting with their inner child as a result of a lot of this. And it's going to be, it's going to be really good. It's going to bring a lot of new beginnings with this fool card. Um, now, yeah, I always see, almost always see these little lines um there's there's like lines on the cliff below him that end up looking like it ends ends up making it look like he's standing on a bunch of piles of coins i feel like there's something there but i also don't want to i also feel like i don't want to go on about that so i'm not going to go on about that either but there is i mean the sun is in the fool card here I think regardless of, I mean, with the celebratory card there in the fourth quarter anyways, with the three of, three of cups, and then the period of rest, and then hopefully we come out of it with an enhanced sense of clarity with the sun card, better connection, more people more connected to their inner child, which is going to be really good for creativity, really good for community, because children, children aren't feeling like like we teach children to to see certain groups of people as better than others or whatever um we teach children that you know it's survival of the fittest but when children are children they just want to play they just want to get along um they just want they they no no kids really want other kids to be unhappy that's why, I mean, 
you know, babies, they'll cry when other babies cry. They're, they're very deeply empathic. It's, it's as they get older that it starts to, to leave them. Um, which obviously wouldn't be good for community, would it? Because when you lose your ability to be empathic or empathetic, then you care less about other people's suffering. So I think this is good. I think it's actually really good. Um, I think the year, well, it's going to have some, I'm going to say some spice, <laughs> some spicy moments. I think it's going to be an overall better year lighter. I feel like it's a little bit lighter. I think it's similar issues, but a little bit lighter. They're not going to feel quite so heavy. I think it needed to come in hot and heavy last year to, to get people, more people really more aware of how bad some, some shit is, right? Um, it's going to be a lighter year, I think. So that's my, I don't know, predictions, my tarot spread for the year 2021 um regarding the collective um yeah there wasn't a whole lot that came out regarding what's going to happen on the micro scale other than people might be connecting more to their sovereignty and their inner child so yeah and i already told you you could find me bradicus prime on instagram i don't have anything else set up right now i'm working on it debating um starting to open for doing some sort of readings for people who want to get to know um, more on the esoteric side about themselves. So if you're curious about all this stuff, I talk about human design, astrology, tarot. Um, Maybe I could put together a package for you um, regarding stuff like your astrological signs, um, what your human design profile is, your life path number, tarot, like what what are the major arcanas connected to your sign, your planets, et cetera, et cetera. And um and that could just that can sometimes just help um kickstart um what did I say? Said it's entry point to exploring who you authentically are. Because you may also come up against things that don't resonate. You'll be like, okay, well, it's great that that's my sign, but I don't feel like that's me at all. That's still good. That's still information. Knowing what doesn't fit also is great information. So that might be something I, I'm doing, I'm thinking about doing. Um, I would just need to set up uh, set up something for that. Um, and of course, I mean, my two listeners, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> really appreciate it um do i want to do an imagination exercise leave that for you guys maybe i mean given this reading maybe not maybe not i think i think we're taking it one step at a time this year i think the best thing to do moving in this next year is just a question um how much you really do need an external source to tell you how to feel, what you should care about, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, on that note, um, I'm going to leave y'all. I hope you have a great start to 2021. And I think, I think, I think we're off to a good start. I think this is going to be a good year, guys. Um, so, you know, on your dark days, let yourself let yourself feel the sads, feel all the things. Find comfort in those moments. Don't force yourself to be the most productive person on the world in the world when you're feeling like shit and just not feeling it. We're we're not going to force ourselves to be what we think we're supposed to be anymore. What we're going to do is tap into our intuition and our flow because at the end of the day, Everything that needs to get done gets done. Everything does. There's no way we would ever not get the things done that need to be done because then we would die and we don't do that. So, you know, chill out a bit. We're going to get there. Things are changing. Life's going to look very different um, in 10 years. Um, And I think it's going to be for the better. So hang in there. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you next time.